Welcome to RCS. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're back, as like ever, at Drivers Club on a very weird day because it was like downpouring sideways in Sammamish this morning, and then now it's sunny. Yeah, it's beautiful out right now. makes it tough considering I left the house in like a rain jacket and all layers and no sunglasses, and now I'm walking around like a blind man. So <laughs> it's nice. It's a good day. Yeah. It's a typical Northwest day. I'll take it. It's a good weekend. It we was had, a really fun weekend. There's uh, some stuff coming up that uh, through Avance that we obviously can't talk about. Like we just got a tease, but uh, basically yep. uh, a photo shoot happened. Um, and it's going to be awesome when it comes out. So Yeah, that was exciting to watch. I think a, a couple of the spectators were not quite prepared for what came in with that. No, no. So. Nor was the event. <laughs> so, yeah. The jumps were flattened. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> as they should be. That was literally flattened in the hills. Apparently. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Making their way yeah. any way that they can. Yeah. Good song. We should write that. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a good weekend. How's the rest of your life going? Good. I'm uh, getting ready to head out of town. I'm oh, excited for right. that. You got a little yep. adventure coming. A, a much needed vacation. Yep. <laughs> nice. Good. So I'll be hitting uh, Texas and then straight from Texas to, I think, probably a quick stop in maybe Santa Fe or something a little south, maybe Telluride. You're going to hit all your favorite parks on the way back up? Not, well, not all of them. I'm actually going to skip Zion and, and Bryce this time, and I'm going to go up to, we're going to go to Moab and do Arches, Canyonlands, maybe uh, – Grand Junction has Colorado National Monument, which is more than just like a, like, you think of National Monument in a, th- a state, you think of like some giant building that was yeah. made by the government and sucks. Something carved into stone. Right. Yeah. yeah. That somebody's mad about. No, the National Monument is like a, it's a full park. It's like a huge, almost national park level. It's okay. absolutely worth the visit. It's only two hours from Moab. So. Are you guys just hiking Moab? Are you going to rent a Jeep or something like that? Where I don't there? know yet. Nice. We're just going to hike, whatever. Relax. Just enjoy Moab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah enjoy okay. arches. I mean, probably do... Delicate arch first thing in the morning, you know, get the good hike out of the way first before all the people ruin it. And then, yeah. <laughs> Start a hiking blog next? I, you know, I Dan thought a pandemic would hurt, you know, no, would help the national no. parks. It just made them worse. <laughs> well, it shoved everybody outside where they yeah. think they can be ra- away from people and it's yeah. not happening. So, so But I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to taking my time on the way back and just enjoying that. Good. So that'll be a good time. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know when I'll be back. <laughs> I'll get back. I'll bring Fine. my laptop. If I got to work from the road, I'll work from the road. You'll, you'll be good. You'll be good. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. That's about it. Oh, yeah, I got monkey parts. Did you? <laughs> so did I. We got a lot of feedback on that show. <laughs> did we? Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I think it sparked some people um, that had never seen them. I've, I've gotten quite a few questions from people asking me why, when, how. Most of them came from my mother, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you insane? Uh, I think you can do this. Um, you know how far that is. I've been getting messages from people that have gone online and looked up the, the trail and been like, are you sure? Yep. Like, some people thought we were doing it like, now and i'm like no it's a little too much snow for now <laughs> we so. wouldn't need snowmobiles to do it now no no yeah so it's uh it's gonna be an interesting adventure yeah so i got those new rear shocks on there i did, did it feel nice yeah have you I ridden d- it with the shocks yeah just a little bit and okay. the fronts though now i immediately have to do the fronts <laughs> and see i don't notice the fronts and i'm heavier than you i mean i'm going to do the fronts eventually that's the one that's the last thing i need to get but yeah it's just the, the dive now because now the the, the, yeah. the rear is nice and firm and ready to go and mm-hmm. it'll be perfect for the trail and the fronts though just yeah yeah so well no it's good well uh as always i think uh we're we're brought to you by you know um what is it <laughs> you always do this avance carter, avance, Subaru, carter rainier, Subaru, beer. rainier beer uh rios haggerty Rios is the official uh, car care sponsor of Rain City Supercars. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I, you're so, I'm so used to you doing that. I'm like, oh, I know. Nice job sponsors. doing the role. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. RCS 10 is our discount RC, for RCS 10 is for, for Griots. Um, actually, you stopped by down there this weekend, didn't I you? I did. Did you get any fun stuff? 
I did. We, pick, we, <laughs> we had to pick up some fun stuff. For I the, can't go uh, to Griot's and not buy stuff for myself. I know, I know. It's tough, especially with the discount. But, yeah, we had a couple of giveaways we had to do with the, uh, the Vance Off-Road event this weekend. And so, yeah, Dan yeah. took the drive down. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yeah, it, it was oh, – man, there was a rollover accident on the way to Tacoma. So it's bad enough getting to Tacoma no matter what because mm-hmm. it's Tacoma. And so it's like, is it an hour or four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a nice two hours down and 40 minutes back. Ooh. Yeah. So Ouch. It was a little bit long in traffic there. Nice. Well, good. But yeah, got our stuff, came back, and gave it away. Yep. <laughs> Made everybody in Vaughn's happy. Yeah. Which they desperately needed it. I've been watching the after videos of people trying to clean up. <laughs> there was some messy, messy, messy cars. I mean, <laughs> people are sending them. And like, and it's not just their, their, their off-roaders. I mean, people are sending their Porsches. They're sending their Mercedes. Their, everything is out there just getting dirty and nasty. There was, I don't know if it was a 250 or a 350, but there was a Ford full-size, four-door, long bed that did the course... <laughs> I watched uh, some videos of that truck going through like some of the obstacles and I was that I did not think it was going to make but like that's the longest truck I think I've ever seen there's semis that are shorter than that truck and so. he did not that was a full send I watched some of the, the videos of them taking the back section in that thing full throttle <laughs> just yeah. dirt everywhere super Drag, fun to watch just dragging yeah it's, it was fun there's, like I said if you haven't done it yet um, you know there's great instruction I mean if you're not out on the course they're teaching you how to tow yourself out or they're giving you recovery techniques it's a great thing to do yeah and Brandon got some killer giveaways uh, Factor 55 flat link yeah uh, the spot uh, GPS uh, lo- emergency locator yeah and you can SMS from it so awesome giveaways if it's well worth the price of admission yeah it's fun to come out yeah yeah should we introduce our guest today? Sure. Who has a better voice than us, for sure. But yeah, I mean. It's proven fact. We always joke that we, we did this because we had a face for radio, but I think, you know. He wins. He's, he's not, I he's, actually yeah. do. He actually does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim. I'm thinking of having that wart removed. Oh, well, I mean. Oh, that's not a third eye? You oh, sorry. It. Okay. That's different. Sorry. Yeah. Our, our guest today is Jim Sissel, also known as the, the voiceover guy. Voice guy. The yeah. voice guy. The voice yeah, guy. Yeah. 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 You have a much better voice. It's like you have a voice for radio, as they say, right? There you go. Yeah. Face for it, too. A face for it? <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, are, guys. Yeah. Are you, are you a Pacific Northwest? Did you grow up here? Folks moved out here from Indiana in uh, 59. So, 59. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Been here since I was 12. Yeah. Okay. Semi-native. Semi-native. Yeah. yeah. You've seen the world a little bit because of your jobs, correct? Yeah, yeah. Jobs in the service, and my wife, who is a former school teacher and an avid international traveler. Oh, yeah, okay. So. Well, those are good to have. She drags me along. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds horrible. No, I'm sorry. It's not bad at yeah. all. <laughs> she does all the work. I get to play with the people when we get there. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, did you grow up as a car guy? Did you? Was that always something you wanted to do, or be? I mean, you know, like we always say that we always yeah. use the Hot Wheels example. Well, I've I've enjoyed cars over the years. I've had some pretty nice ones, a lot of convertibles, a few sports cars, but I kind of really got into it when Ford came out with the GT in 2005. Okay. The rec- oh. Recreation of the GT40. Yeah. And you know, on paper, that thing was a Ferrari killer. The F355 at the yep. time, it beat it heads up. And I said, I know, the MSRP was 137995 Is that what the that, new GTs were? I didn't know that. That's Dang. MSRP. Well, I'm but saying, when I went yeah. to try to buy one, yeah. nobody would sell one for less than 270 to 310 <laughs> I'm going, Jeez. you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, typical American car dealers, manufacturers, when they got a hot item, yeah, Small they market. Yeah. mark them up through the roof. Yeah. And then, but then again, I had a chance to maybe three or four years later buy a used one for 150. So you know, you probably didn't lose much on it. But no, 
I, that's when I got the Porsche, and then the Porsche, the NSX, and then Pro 3. I got introduced okay. to that by Don Kitch. Well, I definitely, we definitely want to get into your cars, but I, I want to kind of get a background on you, like the fact of like kind of where you came from and how you got into what, you, what you've done throughout your whole life. Uh, luck. <laughs> luck? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not a long-range thinker. Okay. So you, you grew up here, and you said you entered, you entered the service. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which branch? Air Force. Air Force. Okay. Yep. And that did that take you around the world? Yeah. Well, I uh, spent two years at Lackland, San Antonio, Texas, and then uh, the last year and a half in Thailand. Oh, okay. As a broadcaster over there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Were, were you, so you were doing broadcasting with the Air Force? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Armed nice. Forces Radio and TV. Were you doing broadcasting before you went into the service? No. 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 That's where you kind of found your talent. Um, I guess I kind of cheated in a way because I was a journalist and our office was handling applications for admission to the Armed Forces Broadcasting School at Fort Ben Harrison. And I was assigned the job to interview and edit the air checks of the different people. So I may have spent a little more time on mine than I did on some of the others. Uh, You you knew what they were looking (laughs) for. That's that's smart. Yeah, I just spent time on it, polishing it up, you know. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice. So uh, how did you transition from the Air Force into the, a professional full-time career as a voice voice guy? You've got a long I, resume. Yeah, I worked in radio. I got out of the service in 69. I worked in radio to 73, then freelance voice talent from 73 to 5. 75, went back to Detroit, worked at an ad agency as producer, creative director, voice talent, and then another ad agency. And then uh, what happened? Oh, then... Um, I got married in Detroit, and my wife had agreed to me to move out of there, but we both fell in love with Santa Barbara, <laughs> and when we, the, the deal came, I was offered a job and was going to move out there. It was like she got cold feet, and we moved to Tampa, Florida. I've learned to compromise in marriages <laughs> several times. Yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about, uh, what was your first, like, pro gig? How did you know this is what you wanted to do with your life? It was just fun. But so was the writing, too. I only cross-trained because I found out that the brass at the base were going to keep all the enlisted guys at the newspaper because we had the number one rated newspaper in all services for big uh-huh. bases, class what they call class 4, 10,000 and up yeah. population. So. Loved it, but but I didn't want to. I kind of wanted to see the world in the service, so that's why I cross trained. Oh, nice. So as I said, it's it's pure luck. Thailand's a nice place to end up. Oh man, it was wonderful. The people are wonderful. Yep. The food is great. Everything is cheap. Yeah, I loved yeah. it there. I went for the first time last year and just it, oh, or, and when I was forty, my fortieth birthday, I went there and just loved it. It's yeah. One of the few places I would travel back to that I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to go back. It's and just, so many parts of it. There's yeah. parks and diving and everything over there. And it's um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, if you can spend at least a couple of weeks, it more than pays for the airfare. Because yeah. your housing is, and food is so cheap over there. Yeah, you could you could easily eat for ten bucks a day and be yeah. full. Yeah, so mm. comfortably. Yeah. yeah, challenge accepted. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you'd be fine. Yeah, maybe eleven dollars, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you'd love it. The people are great, and part of it's the Buddhist culture, and part of it's I was young and impressionable. I guess. Hey, that's the time to go. Yeah, there you go. A little world there culture, a little world culture. Yeah. So I mean. I'm, 
you know, obviously being a car show, but it, it's very intriguing that your career. And so I want to talk about that before we take our break. But the fact that like, what does it take to do that? Because I mean, we've all seen advertising things. I mean, I'm sure everybody's watched Mad Men. I'm sure it's just exactly like that. Totally. Somebody comes in and says, <laughs> I need this. Here's a million dollars. Give me a guy with a voice kind of thing. Right. I haven't had that happen. Oh, yet. no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Waiting though. Waiting. Okay. Okay. So, but you worked for some ad agencies where you, we, I mean, it's, you weren't just strictly working for them as and, and recording the, the commercials and things like that, right? Uh, at the first one, I was uh, an account executive, and I did some production. And the second one was all production, okay. broadcast, uh, print, ideas. I also did financial analysis of dealers' operations, and we'd make a recommendation. It was really a, a wonderful learning environment. The Pat Patton that owned the agency. It was a 4A agency in Detroit. And he was an advisor to these dealers all over the country in every aspect of their like operation. Like car dealerships? or, or what yeah, type? Okay. car dealerships. Okay, car dealerships. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So it was, okay. Yeah, it was fun learning from him. So, okay, interesting. I just, it's, it's, it's always kind of amazed me. I mean, radio has always amazed me because, like, we have, Dan and I have a very good friend of ours here, Wingnut, who's been on the show, and he's on the radio here, and it's it's funny because like the first time I met him, like the voice did not match what walked through the door, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, <laughs> good friend, but you're a great guy, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah, funny, and yeah, now you've done everything: documentary, commercial, narration, yeah. uh, movie trailers, everything. Yeah, yeah, been so, very lucky in a world. No. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. guy. Or mine's more like in a county. In a county, know, I don't go that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. county. Keep it small. You can work yeah. your way out. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Always was the singles and run it out. Hitter. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Get Fair it enough. over the infield. Hopefully it goes in the seam. Run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's All good right. advice. Let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll talk about cars. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. So this week's Carter Subaru Tip of the Week, I thought I'd go over something that, uh, well, I actually had to look up because I was wrong about it when I was trying to figure this out for somebody else. Oh. Dynamic steering um, in Audis and other cars. Audi calls it dynamic steering, but there's... Oh, that's right. We had this conversation. Yes, we okay. did. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so... I, they didn't come on some Audis, I don't think. No, they did not, it turns <laughs> out. So S3 owners, you don't get dynamic steering, turns out. Yeah. Uh, our S3 owners, none of the do, actually. So there's like a... There's dynamic chassis, dynamic steering. They kind of muddle it up, obviously, on purpose for marketing. So what dynamic steering or I'm trying to think of what Chevy called it. Uh, there's a bunch. Every, almost everybody has this now as an option. If you have a uh, not even a high-end sports car, my truck actually has a dynamic steering option. The difference is, is in like a sport steering mode, it's typically electronic steering, and it just changes the pressure of the pump, so it firms it up. So you get a little firmer steering, a little more a little more sporty, a little heavier. It's better at higher speed because you're not so twitchy on the wheel, things like that. It's good to have. It works. The What dynamic steering the, the, the does, though, is it changes the ratio. So it has a lot of different advantages. At high speed, this gives you better turn-to-turn, so you, less input is required to turn, the, to turn the vehicle. But also, in like a, think of it like a parking lot. If you have dynamic steering, you can do a lot less with the wheel to just get a lot tighter turning ratios. It's not three sweeps of the wheel. Like I'm thinking back to the old Ford I learned to drive on, where it was oh, like yeah, Granada, four yeah. or five times around the wheel, and then the wheels are locked, and yep. they moved like 10 degrees. <laughs> 
but now it's like you know you can do like lock to lock is like yes yeah, like, like three to three to three to noon and nine yeah, to, and yeah, so, so yeah. like the c7 it was really really aggressive on that car when that thing was in track steering mode it was like oh full lock is just click click click, click. yeah, yeah. i can so. write yeah so so it, it, yeah sport steering though is typically they most manufacturers actually just call it like a sport mode for steering that's just firming up the pressure in the pump Dynamic steering, Audi calls it, or um, it's a ratio issue. Is what it you're changes saying. the ratio. Okay, yeah, which is nicer in most cases. In really small cars, I was looking this up a little more. Why they didn't inc- include it on the TTS or the RS or the S3 or some of the smaller cars? You just don't need it as much. <laughs> smaller car, small, smaller car. So yeah. the the ability to or the need to turn the car so quickly is diminished. So, but if you want to, you know, if you're looking to buy an Audi and you want to screw with the salesman, ask him if your if your smaller Audi has it. Just yes, to see. Just it will to have, test them. It'll have a dynamic mode. Uh-huh, uh-huh, if you yeah. go to the menu, it'll say dynamic mode, mode. but that is not dynamic steering, steering, which is uh, specific to the four and up models. The three and below and the TTS do not get dynamic steering. They get dynamic mode, which is engine and transmission and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So that's your Carter Subaru tip of the week. Pretty basic this time. All right, now that we got past the fun part of you know what you do and, and things like that, let's talk cars. So it sounds like you've had quite uh, an array of cars throughout your life. I mean, yeah. did that start when you were in Detroit? I mean, did, was there something there? No, I, I my first car, I bought two cars at the same time. I bought a 55 Studebaker that my dad fixed up and painted and unfortunately put an automatic transmission in it because so he, he thought I'd wear out tires. <laughs> um, and then I bought a 59 Anglia British Ford for my daily driver. Okay. So that's, that's unique. Yeah, it was interesting. Huh. Try driving those up and down the, the hills of Seattle when you're a learner. <laughs> well, you had that automatic <laughs> transmission. No, no, no. Yeah, no, the, no, no. No. Yeah, the Anglia, yeah. Anglia was a three-speed with yeah. no torque. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had the joy of being in one of those or seeing one, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you had that. I mean, when when was your first big, like, you know, everybody can kind of remember, like, their the first Porsche they bought or the first real car that was not necessarily their commuter car, but their, it was a fun car kind of thing. Well, all of mine were fun. All of them? I had um, 60, I'm trying to remember the year now, that Austin Healey Mark uh, II. Oh, that's 3, a cool 000. car. Yeah, yeah really cool beautiful, car. Beautiful, beautiful cars. And they had As a Triumph owner, you you strive to get an Austin Healey 3000. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I had a 65 uh, Mustang quad uh, convertible and a 67 two-banger uh, convertible and uh, uh, Firebird and Bonneville and... Alphas and um, Volvo P eighteen hundreds, three of those. Well, you got to have, a safe, you gotta have a safe car. No, it was so, yeah, that, that was, just, that was their sporty, no, no, yeah. sporty car. And the every Volvo is safe, no matter what. That's right. <laughs> you can hit a moose with a Volvo, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were they were easy to work on. A okay. little four banger, straight to four, and uh, pretty pretty simplistic, so you could do your own work on them. Yeah, that was kind of fun. But no, I've just always loved cars. I like mainly the look, and then secondly is the movement, you okay. know, the performance. Do you like working on them? I do some work. Most of the work I have racer on rails do for me. Oh yeah, okay. I, we know those guys well. Yes, sir. I I discovered er, not terribly early on, but somewhat early on that when you do the work, you may save some money, but if you do it wrong, it costs you more than you saved. Yeah, in time and money. <laughs> And the time is what you can't get back. Well, so. well, when we rebuilt the Pro 3 car, my son and I, um, we were in a hurry to get it done for a race. 
uh, didn't tighten the, the brake caliper bolt on the right oh. front wheel. So when it going into 5A at Pacific, I got no brakes. And it just it blew up. It exploded the Anki wheel and tore up the caliper and pads and rotors and brake lines and everything else. Uh-huh. So I asked Mark Lovett that built the engine how much we saved by doing a lot of ourselves. He said, oh, probably about 1,000 bucks, 1,200 bucks. And it cost us 1,200 bucks to fix everything. Oh, so you yeah. save nothing. <laughs> yeah. you see, yeah. It was worse than that all the time. And it's really yeah. good advice, especially for somebody yeah. like me who has a, their, their monkey sitting in their living room in pieces working on himself. But yeah, <laughs> okay. Thing. Good well, to know. Scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah still. Yeah, I think it's one thing to drive and another thing to race. Sure, right? sure. I mean, so sure. That, that is true. Yeah, so... So you mentioned that the fact that the uh, the Ford GT had caught your eye. Yeah. And have yeah. You, have you, did you actually find one, or you said no, you bought a Porsche? No, I ended up. I had done my my matrix uh, spreadsheet on the best cars and the different things, and so I ended up buying a '96 Dan. Four, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he does <laughs> exactly. spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah. I ended up buying a '96 Porsche 993 twin turbo. Oh, okay. And, uh, that works too. That's I, a was, nice it fun, was a car. fun car, but. I I had it about two years and uh, the clutch was shot already at twenty eight thousand miles and I thought I thought I owned it. That was the it, previous it, owner that did that, right? <laughs> that wasn't you. Yeah. I don't know yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might have slipped it a few times. But then I, I my streetcar driver now is a Acura NSX that I traded and got twenty four grand back from Barrier or not Barrier, uh, Park Place Motors. Oh, you traded the Porsche in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. What so made you? What made you want to get an NSX? The looks, the balance, the feel, the the, the usability of it. You can put two golf bags in a trunk in the in an NSX. It's, it's funny. A, everybody 01, says right? that. Huh? It's a 2001. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the phrase that I hear most from um, uh, uh, NSX owners. But I've never seen one at a golf course. I mean, I see them at the track all the time. Drive mine. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, it's true. I'm, it, and it's funny because like. Dan and I have had some experience with McLarens, and I had a GT, and they were like, yeah, you can put golf bags in that. I'm like, if I own this car, the last thing I want to do is go to a golf course. I want to go drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, But, yeah, so yeah. so if you want to drive cross-country, sure. it's nice to have a truck. I get it. I get it, yeah. Yeah, significantly less room in the new NSX we found out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice they're, car. They're, they're, a, they're, they're amazing performance with the hybrid and, and mm-hmm. that immediate torque, torque but the, you seemed a little removed from steering feel to me. Maybe not. I think everything is removed from steering feel when you come from a, the, the first gen NSX. Yeah, because that's yeah. like one of the literally one of the ultimate driver's cars. It's yeah, well known as that. Nice balance. So yeah. everything from that is feels removed because it's just such an engaging car to drive. I remember yeah. early Japanese cars in general were much more engaged. Minus the yeah. 300Z, that was like the. <laughs> well, that was that wasn't early though. The 300. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean the the the, the 240, 260, you know. Yeah, the, the, the of the early '90s, I guess that era when oh, they first okay. started to come out, when they switched to the twin turbo, this much smaller one with yeah. the four wheel steering and all yeah. that thing was. Well, it? Honda yeah, and Acura had that young startup from F1. That Senna is his name. <laughs> yeah, put, yes, put that's some, true. He, he put some te- information he, into it. Yeah, so, he was yeah. the test driver. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he had a lot of feedback on that car. Yeah, it shows. And I'm sure it helped. I'm sure it helped. Okay. Watch him uh, drive around the Japanese uh, GP course over there, and he's in his loafers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in the Suzuka circuit, or yeah, whatever it was. Yes, exactly. You said you you meant, uh, was, you, you've you worked with Don Kitch a little bit, or driven with him, I should well, say. I got, I got my license from him and have yeah. done several track days with him, and he's a great guy. He's involved in our film, the uh, Pro 3 documentary that we're working on. He's just been a great supporter of Pro 3 in the racing community here. Yeah. They got great instructors, and they really uh, 
You know, one of the things I wish you'd catch on more is the, the teen driving classes. I, I think it wasn't tread. We all think well, that should catch on. But yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you could save so many lives by teaching people how to handle these things and what they'll do and how to handle, you know, emergency maneuvers and all the rest of it. I'd but. love to make it a requirement. Yeah. Like we don't get nearly yeah. enough driver, real driver training here. You'd think maybe the insurance industry might get behind that. You'd think it'd save them money in the long run. It would, yeah. But, I don't know. But with you look, short- you, you look across on the continent in Europe and things like that, and then like it's like Sweden and things like that. You have to basically be a rally driver before they give you your driver's <laughs> license and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have to be that crazy. Well, but I mean, they they, they train you on snow. They you have yep. to be, you know, there's yep. there's a lot of boxes you have to check to get that off. So yeah. When did you get into racing? 2009. 2009. As you, yeah. I, and just, he's sitting here with a Pro 3 shirt on, just yeah. so that's it's a real <laughs> giveaway. Yeah. Um, so what made you get into racing, and, and what did you, you take into racing? What started it? Well, I took the, the Porsche 993 out there and did track days with that, and then I took the NSX out, and then I realized I was going to beat these cars up if I kept doing that. So I, I rented uh, West Hills Pro 3 car and went out and just had a blast, and Bought Tim O'Donnell's car, and now I'm on my third car. Okay. We won't. Don't ask what happened to you. Understood. Two. Okay. Yeah. We, we'll just <laughs> go for one. Curve. I said nothing is off limits. <laughs> well, I think I think Pro Three. You have to have your third car, right? That's yeah, that's fifth, the thing. Yeah. Pro three, that, yeah number fifth. two doesn't matter. Number two doesn't matter. So. <laughs> nice. Still a novice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you enjoy it? I love it. Love it. Okay. Yeah. It's the only. I have blown most of the connective tissue of my body up playing sports, so it's the only thing that can still give me that rush. Hey, that's important. Yeah, absolutely. that's important. You gotta have it. Control of your own destiny there. Well, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, eliminates pain. Yeah. Scientifically proven. Are you and are you are you traveling with the Pro Three? Like, have you been doing all the races, or are you just doing local? Uh, the, the normal circuit with conference is five tracks in the Pacific Northwest: mm-hmm. Pacific, PIR in Portland, Spokane County, um, the Ridge in Shelton, Washington, and Mission up in BC. Nice. But we've also done. Uh, Laguna Seca, the 150th anniversary of BMW, we had a race down there. and So, yeah, nice. they've done, uh, before I joined, they had done a race to Edmonton. And uh, we used to do the NASCAR gas races down in Portland all the time. That'd Those be fun. fun. Yeah, it was a hoot. Umbrella girls, autographs. Woo. What's, hey, What's there you not go. to like? Your voice sounds familiar. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always wanted to get, I've actually never, as much time as Dan and I have spent in Monterey during Car Week and things like that, I've never uh, actually stepped foot on Laguna Seca. We've never actually, I don't think we've had a car. Or yeah. had a, nobody's has been, I won't say dumb enough, but somebody said, hey, here's a car. Go, you know. <laughs> I'm so trying. I'm in. If, if <laughs> you, oh, yeah, I'd be in, yeah. If you get a chance, it, try to get a, a test ride around with Brian Gidinelli, I think is his name. He's mm-hmm. the founder of Motorsports Registration. Okay. Just an awesome guy. Interesting. And, and, and the shit out of you. Yeah, and what did you go for? <laughs> I'm assuming you went for a ride with him? Yeah, with well, my well, race car. When your race car. Uh, showing me the course. It's always yeah. interesting when somebody else shows you what your car can do on yeah. their course. Yeah, okay. It's quite humiliating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did it in two minutes. Watch me do it in a minute 15. Damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was I left pretty my awesome. soul back there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I mean, that's that that thrill on the edge is a, a wonderful experience, you know. And no pain, no gain. You've got to gotta toss it around. But, yeah, that's a hoot. What's uh what's Great next course. for you on the streetcar side? What's, uh, what's still out there? This probably the last car I'll own. Really? Yeah, it's paid for. It's relatively low maintenance. It looks great. Yeah, I've, fun handling and riding. I've never heard a car guy say that. This is my I last know, one. I yeah. know, what? and I've probably had <laughs> close to fifty cars, and 
And this is the, I've never owned one more than a couple, three years, and this one I've had for, I don't know, 11, something like that. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. But my, my son's getting tired because it's in the will. He gets it, and he'd kind of like me to find another one. <laughs> so he gets that car now. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's better. Him. I guess that's better than waiting for you to, you know, pass away. So he gets it that way. So exactly. yeah. 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 There, there is a murder <laughs> exclusion. Clause. I see. Yeah. 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 The person who killed me doesn't get the car. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody would fault you for saying the NSX is the last car. It's a really yeah, solid it's choice. A fun car. I mean, yeah. As I say, it's paid for. I, I spend enough on the race car, so I probably don't need. That's it. true. Yeah. yeah. So out of the 50 cars, I mean, and this is like asking which one your favorite children. What, what was your favorite? Is it the NSX? I only have one child. So oh, okay. That's easy. Well, yeah. You know, my parents only have one child, but they don't pick me, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandmother used to say, yeah, you're my favorite grandson. I said, I mean, you're Fo- only grandson. Follow the money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So of the cars, though, you think the NSX is your favorite? Yeah. 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 Just looks, sound, handling, uh Ease of maintenance, um, yeah, I, I, it is. That says a lot. I've had more powerful ones, but yeah. So, well, yeah. listeners, you've heard it here last. The first gen NSX is a great car. Yeah, it's a great car. <laughs> it's been saying since it came out. We've never yeah. said that, so yeah. You know, they, it was kind of funny. They thought it was so overpriced at the time at eighty nine thousand or whatever it was, yeah. and, they, and then they jumped it up to one ten, and it was still selling for eighty nine. They were losing. Uh, I can't remember five grand a copy or something on it you know it seems to be accurate formula on sports cars yeah well (laughs) lexus too lexus was i mean lexus was charging five hundred thousand for the lfa and it was costing them like five or six hundred thousand yeah 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 what was the worst car you've had do you have a standout terrible car Hmm. i got a list of those (laughs) well it was was actually (laughs) probably the worst experience was my fault but it was a chevy vega Oh, <laughs> it was a GT, but it, it was it'd do 110, 120 over in Vantage, you know, and yeah. handle the curvies down there on some pretty, closed roads. Yeah, yeah, decent, yeah, yeah, decent, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Public closed roads. Yeah, yeah. Wink, I wink, think yeah. statute of limitations allegedly is, yeah. <laughs> has run on that. Mm-hmm. But then it uh, it had a silicone impregnated block, so when they bored the cylinder holes in it, uh-huh. and and you try to rebore it, it melt the plastic away from the metal and you couldn't get a seal in the ring so you couldn't really rebuild them i tried and the first thing i did was take it apart and pull the cam off and then i finally i better buy a book on this and the first page i opened up was says do not remove the cams they were arbor board in line at the factory and i spent I don't know how many hours with plastic gauge trying to tighten one down a little bit release another one to get it and it still burned a lot of oil I never huh. knew that about those. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I didn't even know that was something yeah, you could so, do with so right now. Now you got YouTube and stuff, but I highly recommend buying a manual before you tear open an engine. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> monkey, First of all, monkey parts. I downloaded the hunky, <laughs> the Honda Monkey 125 uh, manual, which, by the way, I can give to you. Yeah, I would appreciate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and it, that's how I know I need the torque specs, and I need your torque wrench later. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah Wait, it. you don't just hand tighten the clutch? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, just, you know. I, it's, it's, it's interesting as I get older and I start to do some work on things, and my, uh, how cautious I am of, and my old me would have been like, I'll just crank those bolts on there. They'll be fine. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that you know yeah yeah i learned that lesson many many times mm-hmm. that they are not fine nope <laughs> yeah, but you know if you just you tighten them till they break and back it off a little yeah <laughs> that's what's, I, I think that's the way it is yeah 
The hardest thing I had to do was get the rotors off the wheels, which had red, red lock tight. Oh, yeah. That was. Oh, yeah, that's, um, yeah. Those are interesting on a, a BMW. 325s too. God. Yeah, rear, especially I mean, with rear, the rear e-brakes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Dan and I had an, an, an infamous story. We were doing the brakes on my uh, 320 or 325xi, which was full dyne, and, and we were the front brakes went great. Well, of course, safety wise, we had it jacked up, and I had the emergency brake on, and we're in the back trying to get the rotors off, and they would not come off. <laughs> and I, I got in the car frustrated, and I slammed the email brake down. I heard this ching 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 ching, and they fell off, and <laughs> they both fell off. Like right off the car. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it was still jacked up. It was yeah. really nice. We're like, oh, that was easy. Good news is the e-brake works really, <laughs> really well. well. <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. Like they were loose and they'd move, but you couldn't get them to go anywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally broke a jaw puller pulling them off. Oh jeez, <laughs> I've seen Kevin Doyle hammering with those things mm-hmm. on the rears. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Oh yeah. So nice. A lot and leave the rest up, and they're pretty hard to get off the splines. Yep. So um, with the Pro 3, does your son race too? He did for the first three years, I think. He got his license that same year, but a little later. So we raced for, I think, three seasons, and then he got engaged, and that ended his racing Ah, oh, I see. I see. Okay. That, that can happen. Yeah. That can happen, yep. yeah. See, there's a trend in here with the uh, yeah. female wife, uh-huh. wife, wife. Yeah, that's Happy wife, happy life, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not racing anymore. Okay, I'm not racing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happier at home. You'd be happier at home. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Nice. Is there, is there, I'm so, I'm trying to think of how I want to, I mean, what's the, what, in a career that you've had and the things you've done and the racing, like, is there one thing that stands out above it? Like, is, is the cars that stand out or is it, is it maybe that one job that you got to do where your radio, your voice was around the world kind of thing? You know, in business, I've had so many wonderful opportunities. None of them really stand out as, as and there are a lot of a lot of memorable ones. But in racing, it's to me, it's having a race. So it's, it doesn't matter if you're near the back or the front with Pro Three. We got so many cars that you've always got a good three to six cars that you're battling with the whole time and that close competition and the focus it takes and the frustration when you muck it up and then you know big sweaty man hug in the paddock afterwards it's (laughs) just hard to beat that you know it's just a rush it's and then Having a brewer. T- oh, wait a minute. We can't say no, that. You can, oh, you can say that. We, yeah, we, we understand. As long as we have a beer sponsor, here, you're yeah, good to go. You're afterwards, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's e- my favorite. Exactly. So. <laughs> Does your wife like that you're a race car driver? She tolerates she it. She tolerates it. Yes. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay, yeah. 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 And she comes occasionally I to see. the track. So you can't, get her, yeah. you can't get her out on the track, though? No. She gets motion sickness even when I drive the forerunner. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Maybe by yourself, though. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot, we got a lot of women racers around here. Oh, we've seen that oh, happen yeah. where, where oh, she comes yeah. to the racetrack to see him race and goes, you know what? I'm going to do, do that, that next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. they have two race cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danielle so. Huffington and Brian Berkovitz. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Berkovitz has been our champ the last couple of years. Last year we didn't have points because of the border closure, so conference oh, right. decided yeah. no championship points. So. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get partial season this Blame year. Blame Canada. That's the yeah, that's no. the best way to socially distance, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, in a race car. You keep six feet from me. Yeah, you got bigger problems if they don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. If the drivers were six feet apart, you could be like within a foot of the guy, probably. Yeah, uh, you'd be fine. Four or t- foot yeah, or two. Be good. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah, hugging racing. Get, yeah, you get pretty close. You get pretty close. Official, he tried to hug me. <laughs> 
Hey, that's, yeah. it's, that, it's that's what almost took down the McLaren crew last year. Remember, I mean, they canceled the Australian uh, F1 <laughs> race because McLaren had a couple COVID. guys with COVID, yeah. Oh, geez, it's cutting down basketball players in the NC2A is going on, yeah. Did you, did you ever watch that? I just started watching that. Uh, the Drive on, to Survive? On, yeah, Drive to Survive, the season yeah. three just came out. I just, I just oh, watched I the first episode. three. It just came out, like, this Last, weekend, yeah. oh, like sweet. a Friday. So. Sweet. And I just watched the first episode, which was about that. But it's, it's a really cool... Um, to our listeners too, if you have Netflix or you know, find a way. Yeah, well done. It's so cool to watch. Yeah, behind the, the scenes, scenes yeah. and the emotions of it, and the, the wrecks. Of course, well, everybody loves the wrecks. It's yeah. funny because they were they had the interview with a bunch of the drivers, and Lewis Hamilton was up there, and obviously everybody knows he won last year. And they looked. They asked some the reporter asked him. He goes, "Well, why do you think we're, we're doing the you know the the Australian Grand Prix right now with COVID?" And he goes, "Well, the dollar talks." And I remember how much crap he got in for saying that. Basically, be like, "Well, it's money." Yeah. <laughs> So. How dare you be honest? Yeah, yeah. So. Can't do the amazing driver, right? Though. Yeah. So, yeah. I, wish, I wish they did that with rally. I've been dying to see like a behind the scenes of rally. It doesn't. It doesn't make enough money like Formula One for it to be a thing. But yeah, man, it'd be cool to see. So what you're saying is, Rain C Supercars needs to get a GoPro and just call up Trevor and see if we can go around the world. Done deal. Yeah, it does happen because Trevor and Dirtfish are doing it. They're filming all yeah, that. Yeah, I just mean so. I wish it had like the, the series. Yeah, yeah. Dirtfish so. is our, our source, of course. Yeah, lucky us. Yeah. But, uh, it's very nice. Well, very nice. The, the drive to survive. We're kind of modeling our Pro Three documentary on that. So tell so, us, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, tell us more yeah. about that. Well, Dave Krieger uh, had been talking to me years about coming out and filming stuff, and so finally we he came up with a budget. They of want what you to do voiceover, take. don't they? Well, that's fine. I'm willing <laughs> to contribute that <laughs> and write the script and all that help there. And when when we raised. Pretty close to the 15.5 we needed to cover this season last year. But because of the the COVID uh, social restrictions, the masking and the distance and the temperature and no spectators last year in the race, we just couldn't capture that excitement and camaraderie, you know, everybody wearing a mask and, yeah. you know, kind of hard to drink through a mask. and so. Straws in a hole. You're not trying yeah. hard enough. <laughs> yeah. So, so we decided we're going to shoot three more races this season to finish it up but we'll enter it then in the film festivals we'll we'll do the director's cut now that'll enter in the film festivals and then hopefully we'll have the broadcast finish a version finished by spring of next year oh nice okay so we'll see see what happens with it it's been fun doing it great support from the community and i didn't even know that i didn't know that was even going on that's really neat yeah so and you guys are doing the behind the scenes and the races and everything so okay yep Yep. I look forward to seeing that then. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It'll be shot. I think all the stuff we'll do this year will be shot in 4K. The first year they had some HD stuff in it. But. Well, like you were talking when you came here and you were talking about our website and why we talk about the uniqueness of, of, yeah. of here. It's like that's right there. And the fact that, that all of this exists here and that, like with the Pro 3 and, and the, the cars and you we were touring around Drivers Club and we we're talking about all these cars that are out on the road and people are driving them and we're a hidden gem up here. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, stay away. There's no cars here. Go away. We, we definitely don't have these kind of things. So. There is a, is, I don't know if it's Miami or Riviera Blue. I always get those two mixed up. A very dirty GT3 RS down there and I'm like, yes, yeah. somebody Beautiful. had a good time. There's a, there's a lot of dirty Porsches and Ferraris down there that have been out this weekend, I think, having yeah, a good time. I, wish so. I love that. Yeah. So, but that's, you know, that's part of it. Like I said, I was, you know, it's, you know, the Pro 3 and and, and that that will put a, another spotlight on this on the uh, uh, what goes around what goes on up here. So and the um, amazing collectors of wonderful automobiles that you Boy. have up here with the macaw and what was it, John Shirley and mm-hmm. I remember at uh, Pebble Beach a few years back is thirty eight 
Alf, I think, won best of show. Yeah. I mean, Surely, was, and then um, best of, uh, was it? Um, Bruce Wanta, we had best roadster. Oh. Shirley won with the, that Ferrari at, at best of show with Pebble, wasn't it? Was it John Shirley or was that? Uh, I don't know if it's Shirley or McCaw. I can never. Yeah. No, it's Shirley. Shirley. It, it was Shirley, Shirley with the Ferrari, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Shirley was with the Ferrari, yeah. Beautiful car. Well, I wonder who owned that Alpha then. It was a 38 and it had the closed, uh, you know, the, the fender skirts it in might, the rear. It, beautiful. Again, beautiful. They, uh, these yeah, cars all know, exist. It could be Greg. Here. I mean, it's like. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. at one time there was out of the, like, the 15. Uh, Two G, G, Ferrari 250 GTOs, like four of them lived within uh, 200 miles of each other up here, so yeah. four or five. So, and you know, set the record for the, <laughs> the most expensive Ferrari. Peter too. Yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter Brock. No, oh, Peter Gleason. He's he's oh. won Pale Beach too. I mean, yep. yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's and, like, and you know, Peter Brock. Yeah, Peter right? Brock appears. He's, yeah. he's up here. He's it's, an amazing guy. Just I mean, one of the nicest people. People don't know. realize, like, I mean, I forgot how many of the Pebble Beach judges live up in the area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Concorsia Italiano was 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 started up here. Well, people that owned it started up here. It's still uh, owned up here. And the judges too. I guess they yeah. box up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know we're, yeah. we're a hidden gym, and I'm I'm, I'm I'm okay with it being hidden because. You know, I don't want to be the California car scene. I like I like no, this. Yeah, I, California's fine, but I just get you know you can only extend your personality so much with a car before it's just kind of Lack rolling your eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, California obviously was pretty heavy into the car culture back in the the early days of the hot rods and the, all the way up through '60s and stuff. Maybe who knows if the focus is shifting? I just imagine they still have a healthy oh they have a, car it, economy. It, oh yeah, they have aftermarket there. down yeah. there. Shelby and well, it's just like I mean, with the hot rods there, I mean, but a lot of that came from you know from the bootlegging and the uh, NASCAR days of being able to, you know, NASCAR's whole basis was you know let's race our cars without alcohol in them to see who's fastest and you know (laughs) well you had a lot of the custom stuff with Barris and down there too yeah George Barris and guys those stuff was Barris the one that did like the Batmobile and all that yeah Yeah. okay yeah that's yeah so cool yeah so cool he built some awesome cars yeah yeah let's take our next break we'll talk. A little more about cars when we get back. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. We were having fun talking about sloped windshields. <laughs> or lack of thereof. Lack of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was saying... Uh, I, think Porsche, I think Porsche's in on it. Yeah, Jim the, was saying his 993 got a lot of rock chips. Cause this is yeah. the more vertical windshield. And I, I went through two windshields in three months on my yeah. 991. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, well, you get the fun McLarens now that are cracking the roofs. That's the oh, really? oh the roof panels. Yeah, yeah. so Cliff went through one in his 720 on one of our drives. How do you get... How, the way they suck air, remember, you know, because McLarens have an optional roof scoop, right? Yeah. Well, they use the roof as part of the downforce of the car. Well, when you have a glass roof and you're going to get a ton of downforce and rocks go over the top of the car, it sucks them right into the roof. Oh, interesting. So, but it doesn't crack them, does it? Just oh, yeah. cracks them. Oh, really? Because it's a pressure. Wow. It's, well, it's, under, a it's under pressure. Glass, but yeah. Oh, wow. It's not removable. So. It's accelerating it. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So Functional. I thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Until <laughs> you drive it. <laughs> I still want one. I think, and, and I, think uh, <laughs> I think some of the Audi sports cars had a piece of glass across yes, the top, Yes, they do. Too, didn't they, Dan? Right yeah, across okay. the uh, top of the S5, <laughs> yeah. which is the stupidest design ever, Audi. Yeah. Anyway. Really easy to break on a yeah, road in the back of my, uh, Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Windshield and a, and a filler mm-hmm. panel. Yep. 
Anyway, glass is not a downforce option. No, it is not. No, it is not. I know it has to be on the windshield, but it shouldn't be. (laughs) Be hard if it wasn't. That's true. Well, if you had electronic and it was all camera, you could do it. I don't know. know, But still. You have an electronic fail and you're literally driving blind. But yeah. True. I like the idea. Plus, it's never going to be as good as clear glass. No, no, no. Good old clear glass. Except (laughs) clear glass that's cracked. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, then you can't see so well. I can't tell you how many supercars I've seen with clear glass, and I'm thinking, I know why, because it's like what it takes to find it and replace it. Like you were saying, Mercy Log was what? $20,000 for, $20, for a windshield? Yeah. And that's a flat piece of glass. Mm-hmm. There is no curve Jeez. on that. But still, oh, like, yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. This is a current production? No, the Lamborghini, uh, Diablo, Countach, Mercy right. Lago, they all have okay. that really flat piece of glass, and basically nobody else makes it. And so, yeah, we're looking at the Mercy Lago right now, and it's, it's there's like the tiniest curve in the Mercy, but in the Countach it was even worse, just a flat piece of glass. And so like they're a nightmare to get to take the front of the car off to put it on, and it's just yep, mm. yeah, all kinds of. But it looks good. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's one of the best looking cars ever made. But yeah, they're beautiful. A perfect wedge. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Not the NSX. I mean, like to look at. You're looking because we were looking at Ferraris oh, earlier. There's and so many the beautiful cars. I mean, I love stuff like the old. Dusenbergs and the yeah. the Benz, what was it, five fifty? That big oh. long cruiser back from the thirties. Those were Mercedes three hundred SL Gullwing, Gullwing. yeah, Vet, the the Stingray version. That's always been my favorite. The C two, I mean, oh yeah, all kinds of beautiful. That's a shoes. You know that Mercedes is reaching out to people that have the McLaren SLRs, and they're offering a package where you send your McLaren, you send it back to McLaren. And they're making they're making new versions of the 300 SL. They're they're doing like oh the pattern and the interiors and stuff like that. That's a thing now. Well, so, so it's like kind of the Springer with the 911. Well, yeah, yeah. Basically, they're they're. they're I mean, but and a lot of people didn't realize that that the McLaren, uh, the, the Mercedes SLR McLaren was more McLaren than it was Mercedes. Really. Yeah. Well, and I'm so, talking about the stuff back from the 60s at Sterling Moss. Yeah, no, I know. I'm talking, oh, okay. but I'm saying that the people they're offering people who own the SLRs now to send them back in, and they're having these retro packages put on. And I don't think they're doing the, the you know the the butterfly doors, but they're doing. They're, I don't know. Who knows what some it's really going to look like? Package. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure That'd they're going to. That maybe they'll put a tilting steering wheel in some matching luggage, and they'll put in <laughs> the, the plaid. And we'll call it a day. But did you know. watch the latest Top Gear, the one that just came out? Yes. Yeah. So they had the the Bond cars. They went through the Bond cars. It was yeah. really cool to watch. Oh and, yeah. And so apparently Aston Martin is they have a reproduction DB5, which is all original underneath. It's still an, it's made by Aston Martin, but it's not street legal. And it has basically everything but the guns are functional on the car. Well, they, they still function, but they're just they, not firing bullets. Yeah, they don't fire bullets. They just do like little light show kind of things, which is kind of cheap. Does the ejection kind of, seat work? No, not the ejection seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, who, then who cares? It has, it has like the bulletproof pop-up. It has the push bar bumpers. It has the a scrolling license plate. The oil spray. Oil spray, the, the smoke. smoke. <laughs> so totally not street legal, but you can buy it. Five million bucks Five from million Aston Martin. Let's get two and save them. And, and you know that those are they, they're sold out. Like you, oh, yeah. I guarantee yeah, you there's... Yeah. There's enough yeah. rich, smart people out there that are like, I need to have one of those. Like, yep. <laughs> how do you drive it, though? You just take it. A lot it. of those people <laughs> just, they park it and, you know, maintain it's, it's it and just, wait no. for the value to go up. You just don't go care. Go up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you just don't you will. care. That's, yeah. how, that's how you stuff drive that, it. Stuff that's that elite, it typically does. It probably is as good an investment as art. Yeah, you know, in a way, it, it really is hard. Yeah. Honey, I bought, a, I, bought a, I bought an Aston Martin. Come for a drive with me. What's that button? Nothing. Click. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not a happy wife. Yeah. <laughs> you did what? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I think you just drive it. I mean, if you've got five yeah. million bucks, just 
It's yeah. been in a toy car, and it looks but street legal enough. I wonder enough. why it's not street legal. Yeah. Like, I wonder what, what about it makes it not street legal. It's not like... Well, they can't make a new car to crash safety standards with that old body. It would oh, never okay. pass. I mean, those things, that, <laughs> like... I did not think of that. It squash like a tin can compared yeah. to a modern Prius. Yeah. You could have, like, a 10-foot styrofoam <laughs> bumper in front of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember James Bond having that. Yeah. Also, yeah. did you see the new DB10 that oh, they had on no. the show? Mm, maybe so no. they didn't test it it was just there in the lineup and well, that was the one that was in the it's in the new bond that's not out yet oh no i did not i i i was a little distracted on that one but okay yeah because i knew what was the one that was in the last james bond film that was the db it wasn't a db9 like it's the more smaller they had D- one there too yeah dbs i think DBS, yeah. i don't know i don't know so I don't know. Uh, it looks great, though. Lotus, the Lotus Submarine was still the coolest car, I think. You know, yes. So cool. And Heart of Racing won this weekend, by the way, in Sebring. Yeah. Uh, Heart of Racing go. team. So local local winners with uh, Aston Martin, of course. So mm-hmm. cool to see Aston winning again because that was a little touch and go for a while with Aston, but they're coming around. We drove the SUV and loved it. So mm-hmm. the, the DBX. Well, it's funny because we were talking about that F1 show. They were they, they, they highlighted that guy that bought Aston Martin. He bought the F1 team, and now he's converting them over to Aston Martin because they were McLaren. Yeah. You know, but... Kind of an s- interesting predicament there. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm just happy to see some, some local wins and to see Aston Martin actually out there winning again and making yeah. cool cars again. They they had a bit of a. Slump. They've always made. Cool They've always cars. made cool cars, yeah. but they had a slump. So they're still uh, contributing to Children's Hospital, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The, more, the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the more we can get for that, the better. So yeah. Good job, Heart of Racing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. What's going on with Avance? Oh, they have two events coming up. They had a, oh, we should talk about the last one though. We didn't cover we didn't get to go to the other one. Um so last week there was an autocross at Bremerton. And to all of our listeners, that was not me. I wish it was, but somebody decided to go autocross their Raptor. A white Ford Raptor four door went autocrossing at Bremerton. Apparently did okay. I, so somebody I think ran that out at um Oh, what's the what's the uh, off road place up Dirtfish? No. Yeah, Dirtfish. No, we were there. We were there. That, we were there on Saturday. That's where we well, were. I, th- I think po- Hieronymus, maybe Scott Hieronymus, posted something. I don't know if he was. Yes, out he there did. He was out there with yeah. us, and he was photo photoshop uh, photoing some of the Raptors we had out it there. It was for pretty them. dirty. Yes. So <laughs> different person also autocrossed a Raptor, which now I want to autocross my Raptor. I didn't know I did. I wanted to until now, but why not? But uh, coming up, we have uh, Dirtfish Trail rides. <laughs> Always a good time. Uh, I think, I don't think they're sold out yet, but you will, there, I like his warning on here, warning, you will come back for more. Yes. If you've ever done a dirt fish day, you will come back for more. And then Dino Day at Carb Connection. So those are always fun depending on what, I mean, it's always fun to see what shows up, but yeah, even if you don't run your car, it's fun just to come out too and watch. Cause there's always some cool cars and surprising yeah. ones. Uh, I've seen everything out there from like little commuters that are just <laughs> somebody ringing their new Jetta out to. Like uh, G- Porsche G3 RSs and yeah. Ferraris, you name it. There's yeah. everything goes up there. So Avance yeah. is always good for that. And a Raptor, I saw. Autocrossing a Raptor just seems like a bad idea. It's got all-wheel drive and a limited slip front well, no, I mean, and I rear. I mean, get it. It's just, I don't know. I, I think, and obviously it's the best thing to eat a cone with, but. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> what cones? Did you get a cone yeah, stuck exactly. under there? I don't think so. There's enough room to, yeah, run what over a small What do you mean, solemn course? <laughs> <laughs> So What's like, with the screeching? Like, He's doing what? 20. <laughs> yeah. Like the wood chipper in Fargo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> spit it out. Yeah. It's just easier it that up, way. Spit it out. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Straighten in the curves. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. We were flat on the hills earlier. Has that been, hasn't that been canceled yet? Uh, no. 
I'm sure it. I'm sure if it Mr. Has. Potato Head was on the block, Dukes of Hazard's got to be on the block. Yeah, anything yeah. called the General Lee with the yeah, flag enough, on the top is not yeah. going to go. That's fair. That's, that's fair. not going to fly in today's culture. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. So. Let's put an American standard American flag on it and call it the General Washington. They all they all the new diecast the General Lee come with American flags on them now. Like they no way they say General Lee on the side either. Uh, my, I have someone that owns one. I'll look at it. Yeah, I really want to. I really want to know how they. So, yeah, yeah. So, Jim, thank you so much for coming in. Hey, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I know with everything going on, it took us a while to get you in here, but I really appreciate you coming in, telling your story, and kind of talking. And you know, we really look forward to your uh, the documentary coming out. And can I come back and? Oh, of course, you can all over back. the cars. Sometime. Anytime you want. Right. Anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah beautiful you, place. Yeah. Beautiful, you know. David. Beautiful facility, man. Yeah. I I kidded him. I said it's kind of like the. Washington Athletic Club for car geeks. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, the yeah. whack the whack. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.